0: Oh, Amen. I'll tell you this, it's, it's really a joy to be celebrating with you. Mm-hmm. Um, if we haven't met yet, my name is Misael Gonzalez. My name uh, means, uh, it's a Hebrew really, but it means who is greater than God, exclamation point. And I just think that's really cool because nobody is. Memo Mizael Gonzalez, y eso es el principal aquí y mi nombre significa quién es más grande que en Dios. Nadie. Nadie es más grande que And so, you know as believers, we celebrate the resurrection every single day. But it's just really good for us to take this time to focus together. I was saying, man, This is the moment where we just get to like fully focus on the resurrection of Jesus. Este es el momento de completamente enfocarnos en la resurrección de Cristo Jesús. And so if you'll go ahead and turn your Bibles in Luke chapter 24. Vamos a estar en Lucas capítulo 24. And we're going to be talking about this final sign, la última señal. And so as we, as we get there, as you turn there, I just want to give you some context real quick. Antes de leer este pasaje, quiero que ustedes tengan un poquito de contexto. Now, the past three Sundays, we've just been talking about uh, these three instances where these Pharisees, these people, looked at Jesus and said, hey, give us a sign that, like, you're really the son of God. Estos últimos domingos hemos visto diferentes pasajes en donde personas están diciendo, estos fariseos, diciéndole a Jesús Jesús, danos una seña que de veras nos indica que eres el Hijo de Dios That's what they've been saying, they've been asking Him and saying Man, just do something Es era la pregunta, Jesús, nomás haz algo enfrente de nosotros Do something in front of us And Jesus, instead of performing a sign, He looked forward to the resurrection En vez de darles una señal ahí enfrente de ellos Dijo, mira, les voy a apuntar a la resurrección Because Jesus didn't perform these miracles just like a performance He did these miracles to proclaim who he was Jesús no hizo estos milagros como una actuación Pero Él lo hizo como una proclamación de quien Él era This is who I am Mira, yo soy Dios, I am God and so, as we look at these different people, it's not really the answer that they wanted in that moment. Cuando vemos a estas personas, esa respuesta no era la respuesta que ellos querían. But that was the answer that they needed. Esa es la respuesta que ellos necesitaban. Jesús supo que ellos no necesitaban otra señal en frente de ellos, pero ellos necesitaban la resurrección. Jesus knew that they didn't need another sign in front of them. Jesus knew that they needed the resurrection, his resurrection. They needed that resurrection because they were broken. They needed forgiveness. They were dead in their sins. supo que ellos necesitaban esa resurrección porque estaban quebrados, perdón y estaban muertos en sus pecados. And so before we read Luke 24, antes de leer Lucas capítulo 24, so much has happened. Mucho ha pasado. Jesus has been betrayed by one of his his disciples, his close friends. Jesús ha sido traicionado por su discípulo, su amigo. Jesus has been beaten by those who just don't really understand who he is. Jesús ha sido golpeado por personas que de verdad no entienden quién él es. Jesus has been humiliated in front of everyone who could see. Jesús ha sido humillado enfrente de todos que estaban ahí. Jesus has bled and died for the sins of the world. Jesús ha muerto y sangrado para los pecados del mundo. Jesus has been buried in this borrowed tomb. Jesús ha sido enterrado en este en esta tumba que no era de él, era prestada. Jesus descended to the dead and said, "Hey, what's up?" Jesús fue a los muertos y dijo, "Hey, qué onda." And then we get to Luke chapter 24. Y luego llegamos a Lucas capítulo 24." And starting in verse one, empezando versículo 1 dice así, "lo voy a leer en inglés primero, la mitad, y luego, la otra mitad en español." I'll read in English for a little bit, then I'll switch to Spanish, so get your Bible out." <laughs> verse one says this: "On the first day of the week, very early in the morning. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The son of man must be delivered over the hands of the sinners. Be crucified and then on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. I am so grateful that these women remembered the words of Jesus. Estoy tan agradecido que estas mujeres recordaron las palabras de Jesús. Luego en versículo 9 dice así, verse 9. Al regresar del sepulcro, los encontraron todos hasta estas cosas a los once y a todos los demás. Las mujeres eran María Magdalena, Juana, María la madre de Jacobo y las demás que las acompañaban. Pero a los discípulos, el relato les pareció una tontería. Y si en español, tontería, verse 11, really means dumb. Los discípulos thought it was dumb. Era una tontería. Así que el que no les creyeron. Pedro, sin embargo, salió corriendo al sepulcro. Se asomó y vio solo las vendas de lino. Luego volvió a su casa extrañado de lo que había sucedido. You know what's funny? I think men have always had a bad memory. <laughs> lo que da risa es que hombres siempre han tenido una memoria mala. Because the women remembered and the men didn't. <laughs> Las mujeres se recordaron, pero los hombres no. And so I want to give you just this main point, this main idea that I'm going to keep pointing back to in this text, to where if someone asks you, hey, what did you learn in church today? You can say, this is what I learned. quiero esta idea principal para que ustedes lo vean, porque voy a seguir apuntando esta idea principal, para si alguien te pregunta, okay, ¿qué aprendiste en la iglesia hoy? Puedes decir, esto, esto es lo que aprendí. So here's the main idea I want you to write down. Jesus is the answer. Jesús es la respuesta. Jesus is the answer. Jesús es la respuesta. This past week, I was able to uh, talk with a little nine-year-old kid. Esta semana, puedo hablar con un niño de nueve años. And this nine-year-old kid was with his grandma, and uh, they came up to me because the grandma was crying and said, hey, my nine-year-old grandson needs your help. Este niño de nueve años estaba con su abuelita. Y esta abuelita vino a mí con este niño diciendo, Misael, este hijo necesita tu ayuda. And I said, okay, tell me, like, what's going on? Dije, okay, ¿qué, qué está pasando? And in this moment, this nine-year-old had the capacity to express to me. He said, Misael, I've been thinking about killing myself. Este niño de nueve años tuvo la capacidad de pensar, Misael... He's thought about vida. and I looked at him and I said, "My man, tell me like tell me about that. Like why is that?" Le pregunté por qué estás pensando eso. And he said, you know Misael, "I'm the reason why my dad left my mom. I'm the reason why my dad doesn't love me. I'm the reason why my dad is doing drugs." And I looked at him and I said, Sir, we have a lot to talk about. And so I began to talk with him and, and shared the gospel with him, the good news of Jesus, but I also was able to logically help him and just say, Dude, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Yo pude compartir el evangelio con él, pero también enseñarle a él lógicamente que, mira, no es tu culpa. No era tu culpa. And in this 30 to 40 minute conversation, by the end of it, he looks at me. Ya después de 40 minutos, este niño me vio y me dijo, this is what he told me. He said, he said you're right. It's not my fault. Jesus loves me and Jesus loves my dad. And Misael, my dad needs Jesus, and I need Jesus. Este niño de nueve años me dijo, Misael tiene razón. No es mi culpa. Jesús me ama a mí. Jesús ama a mi papá. Y mi papá necesita a Jesús, y yo necesito a Jesús. You see, in that moment, there's a lot of answers we could have given that nine-year-old. En ese momento... Tuve, a lo mejor, mucha respuesta para este, este niño de nueve años. But the only answer that he really needed was Jesus. La única respuesta que él de veras necesitaba era Jesús. Because I looked at him and I said, dude, your dad doesn't need you to be his sacrifice. Jesus has already done that. Yo le dije a él, hijo, tú no necesitas ser el sacrificio para tu papá. Jesús ya ha sido ese sacrificio para él and for you y para ti. And so as I think about that I really do believe that Jesus is the answer. He is the hope of the world. Cuando pienso en eso yo sí creo que Jesús es la esperanza para el mundo. That he is the king of kings, el rey de reyes. The beginning and the end, el principio y el final. The mediator between us and God, el mediador en medio de nosotros y Dios el Padre. And when I looked at that kid I said something that maybe you've heard before, y cuando vi a los ojos de ese, ese hijo, le dije Jesus no vino para ser los hombres malos buenos What I said, I said, "Look, maybe you've heard this before, but Jesus didn't come to make bad people good, my man. Jesus made to make, Jesus came to transform people from dead to alive. And so I just looked at him, and he looks at me, and he says, Misael, I need Jesus. Él me Misael, yo necesito Jesús. And I said, yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. And we prayed together, oramos juntos. And in his prayer, he just said, God, I need you. En su so oración le dijo, Jesús, Dios, te necesito. And so I'm hoping that today, we would remember that, or we would recognize that for the first time. Espero que esta mañana nosotros nos recordemos de eso, o que por la primera vez digamos eso también. And so as we look at these verses together, verses 1 to 8, vamos a ver versículos 1 a 8. I'm just going to give you a point to summarize what we see there in those 8 verses. Les quiero dar un punto para resumir o sumar todo lo que vemos aquí en estos versículos. So here's the point. An undeniable Resurrection. An undeniable resurrection. Una resurrección innegable. You see, the entire Bible, like the Old Testament, points to this moment and Jesus points to this moment and the New Testament points to this moment. Toda la Biblia nos apunta a este momento, el Antiguo Testamento, Jesús, el Nuevo Testamento. Las primeras personas que ven este milagro son estas mujeres fieles que se acordaron de las palabras de Jesús. And as we look at Matthew's gospel, it's really interesting. Cuando vemos el, el Evangelio de, de Mateo, vemos algo muy interesante. We see that these women were like walking and talking to the tomb very early in the morning. And I just thought, can you imagine that conversation? Let me say that in Spanish now, real quick. Um, ¿Te imaginas estas mujeres en Mateo que están teniendo estas conversaciones porque están caminando a la tumba? ¿Y te imaginas esa conversación que estaban teniendo esa mañana? Can you imagine, se imaginan? In Matthew's gospel, we see that they actually had no idea that the government had sealed the tomb. En this evangelio vemos que estas mujeres no tenían idea que el gobierno había sellado la tumba. They had no idea that there was these guards standing there. No tenían idea que estos soldados estaban ahí guardando la tumba. They had no idea if they're going to be able to get in or not. No tenían idea si iban a poder entrar en la tumba o no. But they went with faith, with these spices, ready to do what they needed to do to prepare Jesus' body. Pero ellos fueron con fe para hacer lo que ellos tenían que hacer, para preparar el cuerpo de Jesús. And so as they approach, I just want you to imagine with me, as they approach, earthquakes happen, these soldiers are scared, they see angels that are gleaming like lightning, Imagínate estas mujeres llegando y, y sienten un terremoto. Ven a estos soldados bien asustados. Ven a estos ángeles. And what they hear is just amazing. Lo que ellos oyen es absolutamente increíble. They hear this. Why do you look for the living among the dead? ¿Por qué buscan a alguien que está vivo entre los muertos? He is not here. He has risen. Él no está aquí. Él ha resucitado. And the ladies remember these words. Y estas mujeres recuerdan de esas palabras de Jesús. So I want to show you a picture. I've actually been to Israel before. And in this picture we see uh, kind of maybe what the women saw. Um, En esta foto a lo mejor vemos un poquito lo que estas mujeres vieron. Now, when I went, I kind of went with a bunch of tourists, and so they got in line and kind of messed up the picture. Cuando fui, fui con unos turistas y estaban en línea, y no me dejaron tomar una buena foto. But Google's amazing, so here's another picture of maybe what they saw. Same place. A mí me encanta Google. Ah, no Google. Google. This is probably what they saw somewhat. lo que vieron ellos. And you just imagine... Just walking up and that's open. Imagínate que, que entras y ves todo eso abierto. And here's actually a picture that I did take while I went inside. Aquí, así es como se ve adentro. So you actually have three places for bodies. Tienes tres lugares en donde puedes poner uno cuerpo. And can you imagine the women coming in and going, oh. <laughs> ¿Te imaginas estas mujeres entrando diciendo, wow, Jesus is right? Jesús tenía razón. The tomb was empty. There is this undeniable resurrection. La tumba estaba vacía, una resurrección innegable. And here's just some other reasons why we see that the resurrection is just undeniable. And it's undeniable because remember these soldiers that were there standing post? ¿Ustedes se acuerdan de esos soldados que estaban ahí guardando la tumba? Well, in Matthew's gospel, we see that after all this happened, not only do the women go back to the disciples like we see here, but the soldiers go back to the chief priests. No nomás las, estas mujeres van a los discípulos para decirles todo, pero los soldados van a los sacerdotes para decirles todo, to tell them everything. And so these soldiers go up to the chief priests in Matthew 28, verse 11 and 15. Estos soldados en Mateo 28, versículo 11 a 15. Van a los sacerdotes y dicen esto. This is what they say. They go, hey, guys, Jesus was right, and here's what happened. Ellos dicen, mira, sacerdote Jesús tenía razón, y esto es lo que pasó. And the chief priests look at the soldiers, and they say this, how about we just give you some money? And how about you lie? And you say, how about you just say, and this is a quote right here. His disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. Los sacerdotes le pagaron a los soldados y dijeron, "Mira, ¿por qué por qué no mienten?" Okay, mienten y digan esto, que los discípulos vinieron durante la noche y se robaron el cuerpo cuando nosotros estábamos dormidos. Why do you, why do you think these these priests paid the soldiers? Like this is a real question I want someone to answer. Por qué crees que los los soldados pagaron, uh, que que los sacerdotes pagaron ese dinero a a los soldados? Like, why? I'm just curious. Someone shout out an answer. Hide the truth. truth. Esconder la verdad. Anybody else? Tenían miedo. They were scared. No les convenían. It wasn't, uh, how do you translate that? It wasn't easy. I'll just say that. It wasn't easy. That's good. No, those are great answers. I want you to think about this. Piensen en esto. Imagine these ginormous Roman soldiers, okay? Imagínate estos soldados grandotes romanos. Imagine that their only job was to make sure no one stole the body. Que su único trabajo que nadie robara ese cuerpo. And they're having to embarrassingly tell everyone, "Yeah, we both just wanted to sleep." Que imagínate que qué pena, qué vergüenza que estos soldados dijeron, "Ah, mira, Teníamos este, ese trabajo, pero nomás nos queríamos dormir. Jesus was the most talked, like, he was the big deal in town. Like, they probably got fired. That's something that would have been fireable. Esos soldados a lo mejor perdieron su trabajo por eso. Because that's just embarrassing, that they would do that. And so they had to be paid to sell this lie that was super embarrassing. Entonces vemos que esos soldados les pagaron para decir una mentira, uh, que les dio mucha vergüenza but we also see something else también vemos otra cosa the resurrection is also undeniable because Jesus presented himself to so many witnesses vemos que esta resurrección es tan innegable porque Jesús se presentó a tantos testigos in Acts chapter 1 verse 3 en Hechos capítulo 1 versículo 3 we see this, as that after his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. And you have Paul coming around in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 and 6, somewhere around there, saying, Hey, when I say a lot, I mean like 500 Nosotros vemos que la resurrección es innegable por todos estos testigos Vemos en Hechos capítulo 1, en Primera de Corintios capítulo 15 Que había tantos testigos hasta hasta casi 600 testigos que vieron a Jesús Había muchos que los vieron y es increíble ver estos testigos morir por su fe It's interesting that these witnesses would even die for their faith, that they really saw Jesus. And you see, that's actually another reason why the resurrection is just so undeniable. Esta es otra razón por la cual digo que la resurrección es innegable. Because these disciples that were scared that we're going to see in this moment were willing to die and saying, yeah, I'm going to die knowing that Jesus really rose from the grave like I saw him. Estos discípulos murieron diciendo, no, mira, de veras si tengo fe y creo que Jesús resucitó. Yo lo vi. And I'm saying all of this and you might be asking the amazing question, Misael, who cares? Misael, like, what does that even mean for me? A lo mejor me estás oyendo hablar y dices, Misael, well, ¿a quién le importa? ¿Por qué me importa a mí? That's a great question. Buena, buena pregunta. You see, to know that Jesus came to this earth, died on the cross, and rose from the grave, that's historical. That's history. Sabiendo que Jesús vino a esta tierra, que murió en la cruz, y que resucitó, eso es historia. Es histórico. But to know and to understand and recognize that Jesus came to this earth for you. Died on the cross for your sins, for my sins. That rose from the grave so that we could have eternal life, my friends, that's transformational, not just historical. My friends, that's salvation. Mira, cuando nosotros reconocemos que Jesús vino a esta tierra para nosotros, que Él vino para morir en la cruz para nuestros pecados, y que Él resucitó de la muerte para que nosotros tengamos vida eterna, no nomás es histórico, eso es salvación. Eso nos transforma a nosotros. It transforms us because of that reality we can be made new. Por esa realidad nosotros podemos ser hechos nuevos. And you see, we need to be made new because we are sinful. And that sin is anything that we think or do that's disobedient against the holy God. Nosotros necesitamos ser salvos porque tenemos pecado. Y este pecado es cada desobediencia contra Dios. Cada pensamiento, cada hecho que nosotros hacemos that is un Dios santo. And you see, sin breaks us. And we are broken. And uh, the way I want to illustrate this is with a mazapán. Anybody love a good mazapán? Come on, let's see some hands. ¿A quién le encantan los mazapanes? Come on, come on. Ah, you guys are shy today. You guys are shy. Well, let me show you a picture of mazapán just in case you don't know. Aquí está una foto de mazapán. <laughs> you see, when I, when I eat a mazapán, I love it. A mí me encanta comer mazapanes. But you know what's so frustrating about a mazapan? ¿Sabes lo que me frustra de un mazapan? Is that whenever you begin, you feel me, you feel me, whenever you begin to open it, it just breaks. Cuando tratas de abrir un mazapan, se quiebra, even if you're like super delicate. Hasta cuando tratas de hacerlo despacito, con tanto cuidado, even when you try to do it really, really slow, it just breaks. Think, look at this. No quiebra. I try to do it really slow. Lo traté de hacer despacito. Because a mazapan is weak. El mazapan is débil. And, and, and even when I try to like pick it up, it just keeps on breaking. And it's like, well, maybe I can fix it. Cuando lo levanto digo se, se queda quebrando y a lo mejor lo puedo arreglar. <laughs> maybe I can fix it. Maybe if I just smash it together some more. A ver si lo pego un poquito más. It just crumbles. But you're like, no, no, let me try again. Oh, déjame hacerlo otra vez. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay lo me voy a comer. <laughs> este mazapán es como nuestra vida. This mazapán is kind of like our life. You see, because of sin, we're broken. Por nuestro pecado, estamos quebrados. But you see, right now, the mazapan's okay. Ahorita el mazapán está bien, but we're born in sin. So we get the mazapán already broken. Nosotros hemos nacido en pecado, entonces este mazapán ya está quebrado. You see, and the more you try to fix your situation, the more you try to fix yourself, the more you try to smash it together, the more broken it becomes. Lo más que, aunque lo quiero arreglar yo mismo, aunque yo quiero arreglar mi situación, aunque yo quiero arreglar mi familia, lo más que trato de arreglarlo, más se quiebra. ¿Que no? Isn't that right? You see, and this is, this is why we need Jesus. Esta es la razón que necesitamos a Jesús. Because we need a whole new mazapan. Necesitamos un nuevo mazapan. A new heart, a new mind, and here's what's amazing about Jesus, he grabs a broken mazapan and says, I'm never going to let it go, so sure you're going to be shaken and broken and sure this and this and this, but I'm with you, I'm never letting you go, if you put your faith and trust in me, I will make you new and you will forever be in my hand. Cuando vemos a Jesús y decimos, Jesús, yo te necesito. Jesús, yo creo en ti. Yo pongo mi fe y mi confianza en ti. Él nos da un nuevo masapán. Y luego Él nos pone en su mano. He puts us in His hand. Y Él dice, nunca te voy a soltar. I will never let you go. Not because of what you've done, because look, you tried. No por lo que tú hiciste, es porque tú trataste. But because of what I've done, because of the resurrection. Porque lo que yo hice la resurrección, and you see, we have victory in Jesus, and Jesus was victorious over the, the thing that we fear the most. Jesús será victorioso, y él le ganó a la cosa que nosotros tenemos más miedo. ¿Y you know what that thing is? Death. We fear death the most. Nosotros tenemos tanto miedo a la muerte. But his resurrection shows us that he is king even over death. La resurrección nos enseña que Jesús es rey, rey sobre la muerte también. And so this is amazing news to those who don't know Jesus. Esto esta noticia es es increíble para todos aquellos que no conocen a Jesús. But this is also amazing news for those of us who do know Jesus. Esta noticia también es increíble para todos aquellos que sí saben quién es Jesús. Because we're reminded that we do have all that we need in Jesus. Porque sabemos que nosotros tenemos todo lo que nosotros necesitamos en Jesús. And you know when that's most true? When we're most broken? Because it looks hopeless. I don't know if you guys can see that. (laughs) Es más verdadero que yeah, you can see Es más verdadero saber que nosotros necesitamos a Jesús cuando estamos más quebrantados en la vida. Because it's that moment when Jesus is all you need and you're like, wow, Jesus is really all I need. Cuando estás en ese momento en la vida en donde dices, "Wow, Jesús es todo lo que tengo." Es cuando de veras dices, es Jesús todo lo que necesito. And so I'm I'm grateful for the resurrection of Jesus. That gives me a whole new mazapán because I do not want to eat that. <laughs> Le agradezco a Jesús porque Él me hace un nuevo mazapán y no, no quiero comer eso. quieres comer? You know. So we've seen this undeniable resurrection. Hemos visto un, una resurrección innegable. The next thing I just want to quickly point to is we see an uncertain response. La siguiente cosa que quiero apuntar es que nosotros vemos un, una respuesta incierta. And we see this in verses 9 to 12. Vemos esto en versículos 9 a 12. We see that, that, that these ladies, Mary, Magdalene, and Joanna, and Mary the mother of James, come and, and they tell everything that they've seen, but they don't believe them. Vemos aquí que María, Magdalena, Juana, um, María la madre de, de, uh, de Santiago, viene aquí, la madre de Jacobo, viene aquí. He les dice todos estos discípulos lo que había sucedido, y no les creen. And so maybe, maybe in this moment you feel like the disciples. Like you're hearing me talk about this, you're seeing the mazapan and you're just like, I'm just not sure. I just don't know, I'm kind of doubting. We see the disciples were met with the truth and the truth is that this is hope. Really, that's what I'm trying to do, is just present some hope to you. That if you're in a broken situation, Jesus brings hope and restoration. Yo más te quiero presentar esperanza. Que si te sientes que estás quebrado, una situación quebrantada, que Jesús te puede restaurar, te puede dar amor. Todo lo que tú necesitas. And you see, the disciples realize that Jesus did something that no other person had done and no other person can do. Is that he lived, he died, and he came back to life. Los, los discípulos, ya en los versículos que, que vamos a ver, o que puedes ver, ellos vieron que Jesús hizo algo que nadie más pudo hacer o que puede hacer. Que él vivió, murió, y resucitó. And that is a great, great miracle. And when we recognize that, there's this response that we need to have. Cuando nosotros reconocemos eso, hay una respuesta que debemos de tener. And so here's here's the last point, the last application point I want you to write down. Follow Jesus to the grave. Follow Jesus to the grave. Esta es la última la última cosa. Es un punto de aplicación para nosotros que quiero que ustedes lo escriban. Es que nosotros tenemos que seguir a Jesús a la tumba. And you might be asking, Misael, that doesn't sound like a lot of hope to me. That doesn't sound very awesome to me. El amor está diciendo: Misael, esto no me da mucha esperanza. No se oye como esperanza a mí. Well, here's, here's what I want you to recognize: if we want to follow Jesus out of the grave, we must be willing to follow Jesus into the grave. If we want to follow Jesus out of the grave, we must be willing to follow him into the grave. Y si nosotros queremos salir de la tumba con Jesús. Tenemos que estar dispuestos De seguir a Jesús a la tumba Lo, lo digo otra vez Y si nosotros queremos salir de la tumba con Jesús Necesita, Necesitamos estar dispuestos De seguir a Jesús a la tumba So Hope has a name, his name is Jesus Esperanza tiene un nombre y se llama Jesús And in this moment as you just think and process Could you say Misael Today, I would follow Jesus to the tomb. You see, because many of us really, really want the works of Jesus without the person of Jesus. But you see, just like that nine-year-old kid, just like the Pharisees, they didn't need another miracle in front of them, another sign in front of them. What they needed was a resurrection, the resurrection of Jesus. That little nine-year-old said, "I need Jesus." Cuando nosotros vemos a ese niño de nueve años, vemos que él dijo que yo necesito Jesús. Porque muchas personas quieren los hechos de Jesús o las obras de Jesús sin la persona de Jesús. Pero eso ni ese niño dijo. Dijo, yo necesito Jesús. So we're presented with two things when we encounter Jesus today. We're presented with two things. Either You ignore Jesus or you adore Jesus. Estamos presentados con dos cosas. Ignoramos a Jesucristo o lo adoramos. And you see, that's for the people who maybe have never put their faith and trust in Jesus. Will you ignore him or adore him? Si, eso es para las personas que nunca han puesto su fe en Jesucristo. Si, lo ignoran o lo adoran. But this is also for all of us who have done that, who have put our faith and trust in him. Pero esto también es para las personas que sí han puesto su fe en Jesucristo. Porque aquí está la pregunta. Cada día te vas a levantar y decir, "Jesús, te voy a adorar. Te voy a adorar. Jesús, no te voy a ignorar. Jesús, te voy a adorar." Porque a lo mejor uno de nosotros hemos vivido estas vidas, estos meses nomás ignorando a Jesús, ignorando a Jesús, ignorando a Jesús. You see, this is for believers as well because for us as believers, here's the question. Do we wake up daily and will we wake up daily and saying, I will adore you, I will adore you, I will adore you. Because maybe there's been some of us in this room that in the past couple of months, we've just said, Jesus, I'm going to ignore you, I'm going to ignore you, I'm going to ignore you. So we're presented with those two things. And I want to end with the words of Jesus. Quiero terminar con las palabras de Jesús. In John chapter 11, verses 25 to 26, it says this. In Juan capítulo 11, versículo 25 y 26, dice así. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. And then Jesus asks a question. Do you believe that? Aquí están las palabras de Jesús. Dice, yo soy la resurrección y la vida. El que cree en mí vivirá. Aunque muera y todo el que vive y cree en mí no morirá jamás. Y luego hace esta pregunta. ¿Crees esto? Do you believe that? So let's go ahead and pray together. And we'll continue with our time. Lord Jesus, thank you for the resurrection. Jesucristo, gracias por la resurrección. Jesus, thank you that you provide a way for us to confess our sins and to confess to you that we need you. Gracias, Señor Jesús, que tú hiciste un camino para nosotros, para decir nosotros confesamos que somos pecadores, pero también confesamos que tú eres nuestro Señor y Salvador. Lord, I pray that if there's someone in here, whether there's someone who needs to run back to you or someone who needs to go to you for the first time, I pray that they would just say, I need Jesus because I know that I'm broken and I need to be restored. I need to be made new. Señor, te pido, si alguien aquí adentro, que ellos dicen que ellos necesitan a Jesús. Señor, te pido que ellos puedan dar su vida a ti.
1: Señor, que ellos puedan confesar,
0: que ellos están quebrados y necesitan que Tú los restaures y que los hagas nuevo. Lord, we love You and we trust You with our salvation and our day to day. Señor, te alabamos y confiamos en Ti para nuestra salvación y nuestro día en día. In Jesus name I pray, en el nombre de Jesús, yo.